Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Dispensing cannabis business knowledge beyond a million square feet of cultivation space, CannabisRadio.com proudly presents Blunt Business, harvested by Strainwise Consulting. Together, we will navigate the challenges and opportunities of one of the most profitable industries on earth. Join us each episode to hear our weekly roundtables and interviews with industry professionals. Now, let's delve into some blunt business with your host, Sean Eubanks. Hello, you're listening to Blunt Business on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Strainwise Consulting. And we are here with Kristen Murr of Alpenstash. Alpenstash is a Colorado-based company that was founded in 2015. It's a family-run craft cannabis cultivation company with a passion for growing plants and an affinity for natural healing. Born and raised in Boulder, owner and master gardener Danny Sloat runs the business along with his uh, fiance Murr, family friend Sylvia, and Lindsay as well. The team cultivates 3,000 square feet of indoor cannabis, each plant grown using non-toxic chemicals, all natural nutrients, and organic compost. Down to the finest details, every bud headed for the market is pristine. With a focus on small-scale artisanal production, the Alpenstash team is able to dote on every plant from sprout to trichome glistening bud, bringing utmost quality to every harvest, and it shows. The flowers here look like gems, and seeing everything hand-trimmed and glass-cured to perfection is a real treat. Kristen Murr, who is affectionately known as Murr, was born and raised in Colorado, where she grew up playing hockey. After sustaining a back injury, she began the typical regimen of over-the-counter medicine and pharmaceutical pain remedies. It wasn't until Murr tried cannabis that she noticed some immediate relief. Within two years of commercial cannabis uh, bakery experience and a desire to continue paving her way in the emerging cannabis industry, Murr began working with Alpenstash, handling logistics and cultivating cannabis. She's excited to be helping her fiancé, Danny Slope, owner of Alpenstash, and his vision come to fruition. Welcome to the show, Murr. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So your background, born and raised in Colorado, and and you sustained a back injury from playing hockey. Tell me about that. I did. I um, so I grew up playing boy both uh, boys and girls hockey. I, against my mother and my father's advice, decided to join a uh, men's high school hockey team. And this was an issue because, you know, regardless of strength, biologically, men are bigger generally and stronger. <laughs> and so I was playing my junior year in a high school game, and I was hit from behind. 
and it was a pretty serious injury. I was, you know, I was knocked out. I had trouble walking for a while and it just kind of, kind of threw my world for a whirlwind. So you, you ventured over to the, the male side. Was it co-ed or were you the only female playing on the team? Well, I, growing up, we didn't have a, an all-women's team until I was about 12 or 13. So I grew up playing boys hockey for the first uh, eight or nine years. And then, team, or then Colorado developed a women's team. So I played men's as long as I could, which is about till peewee, which is when you're 12 or 13, and that's when you start to check. And then I moved over full-time to women's hockey. However, my junior year, they just reinstated high school hockey in Denver. So I, you know, I wanted to jump on the opportunity to play for my high school and I was the only female on the team and I was the only female in the high school hockey league at that time in Denver. Mar, I didn't play hockey. I'll be the first to admit that. I just, I'm in all, I've been to a couple of pro <laughs> games and I'm in all of the athleticism, right? You have to, I think you have to sit down on the glass to really appreciate the level of athleticism and, and how talented these players are at the pro level. Um, one of the things that's part of, one of the things as part of these games are, are fights. Have you ever been in a fight on a hockey ring? Um, I mean, I'm I'm only five foot three. I'm pretty small, so my you know my bread and butter was finesse and goal scoring. You know, there's always tiffs. There's always you know you get kind of rough against the boards. You exchange a few words. You know, it gets a little heated. But no, I never dropped the gloves. That wasn't really my thing. I preferred to show them what's what by scoring goals. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, now on to the more serious thing, and I love that you're sharing with us why you got in this industry because I think that's important. And and we'll we'll get to Alpenstash and 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 what a great company is, and is a tremendous uh, company. And we'll we'll get into that and, and the quality of the product. But I love the why you're getting in the industry. So you have this accident, and then mm-hmm. um, you're in the hospital, right? And you're given a certain amount of opioids or pain relievers. How did that? How did that work for you? And then, and then when did you realize, okay, I'm open to trying cannabis? Well, you know, growing up being an elite athlete, it was, I, you know, I kind of just wrote, wrote, uh, cannabis off as, you know, being something that, you know, the stoner kids, I guess, for lack of a better word in, in high school did. And so I, I got hurt and I didn't rehab properly because your junior year of high school is, is a really important year to get scouted by colleges. So I kind of just put the pharmaceutical Band-Aid over it, um, worked hard to rehab for only a month when I probably should have rehabbed for seven to eight months, uh, got back onto the ice, and then I ended up going and playing college in Minnesota. And I was only allowed to play a year there because I couldn't, I I mean, I couldn't hang with my back. Um, So after realizing that I wouldn't get accepted back into playing college hockey, it was kind of an all-time low of mine. And I had a friend of mine and she said, well, you know, have you ever, have you ever tried cannabis? And at first I was, you know, I was a little thrown off and, you know, there's negative stipulations with it and I wasn't informed and I wasn't educated. So I took some time and I read up on, on some research and, you know, I, my friend who suggested it to me, you know, she was a great person and she had her life together and I thought, well, I mean, it can't be that bad. So one night I tried it and it was, I mean, I hadn't felt that relaxed and that free from my pain since the accident had happened, you know, four years prior. So I just, it just opened up a whole new world to me. 
Okay, and then you were smoking at that time, correct? Yes, then I started smoking uh, daily. Okay, and then when you noticed relief, you start smoking, and then uh, was it a couple of days where you realized, okay, no more pain pills, or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to phase myself off of this? Talk about the regimen and how you got rid of all the painkillers that you were on. Okay, well, I, uh, I was on prescribed as needed, which for pain, you know, for painkillers, and I think it was Vicodin at first, and then that wasn't cutting it, so they moved me to Percocet. So I was on Percocet and the muscle relaxer Flexerol, and I was supposed to take that every four to six hours, depending on my pain. Um, and after I smoked, I, like I said, I was flabbergasted. However, there was still that addiction. You still have that that physical addiction to those to those medications. Um, so what I started to do is slowly, I thought, well, I'll take my Percocet and I'll just, and I'll smoke a bowl and I won't take my Flexerol. So I started to do that for a couple days and I noticed that it was, I was feeling better without the Flexerol and just smoking. So then I thought, well, what if I just smoke? You know, the worst thing that could happen is I feel sick and I can start it again immediately if I need to. And so the next day I tried it and you know, the cannabis was kind of a double whammy as far as medicinally. It made my back feel stronger. It made me feel more relaxed and it helped with the nausea from the pain, painkiller withdrawal. So after that, I was, you know, I was pretty, was pretty hooked. i I flushed everything and had a better outlook on life. Well, I applaud your willingness to try something new. I mean, back then you, you're in school, you're in college. How did you navigate the fact that you, and, and also not a lot of choices for marijuana, right? You just had to take what you, you could get. You could do oh, your own research, learn about strains, but you weren't specifically targeting and, and you were, it was a very uh, rudimentary and as far as the industry goes, how did you, so you'd have to smoke to overcome the pain. Then you would need to go to school, correct? Correct. Well, at that time, um, I didn't go back to Minnesota, like I said, because I couldn't go play hockey. So I was taking a little bit of time off from school trying to figure out what I needed to do with my life at that moment. Because I, you know, as I had mentioned before, that was something that I lost that I'd been training for since I was six years old. So it was, you know, it took some time for me to kind of get my life back on track. Okay. And then, um, so you start doing that. And you start you're you're smoking daily. Did you shift away to edibles or any other medication? Uh, were you trying anything else, or was it only smoking? No, at that time it was only smoking. I mean, like you said before, I was just getting it where I could get it. You know, if I wasn't, it wasn't. There was no concern or even knowledge that there were different variations that could help. I I didn't even know what a cannabinoid cannabinoid was at that point. So it was just yeah, as I could. I was just smoking what I could get my hands on. Okay. And what are you, are you still in pain today from the back oh. injury? Oh yes. Okay. And then are you using, uh, are you supplementing the cannabis with any kind of like chiropractic or acupuncture or any holistic healing practices? I do physical therapy. And then, um, it's funny you mentioned massage therapy because I, shortly after that, I went to school for massage therapy so that I could help other hurt, um, other hurt athletes. And so I, I get massage therapy when I can, when I can get away from the grow time is a little sparse sure. when you're in a small family business and there's only four of you. So, you know, I get it in where I can, but we have a strain here called wife. That's, um, you know, pretty high it's on CB on the CBD scale. And I, I smoke that daily and it, 
you know, it, it pretty much relieves my pain. Okay. Uh, and it's wife, W-I-F-E? Yes. Right. And that's a strain you guys, you guys uh, have invented, correct? With the Danny, yes. Danny bred that. Awesome. Wonderful. And we'll get into that a little bit because you guys do so many um, specific strains and it's just tremendous. Okay. So wife is obviously great for back pain. Um, that's helping you out. That's a wonderful testimonial. Is there another way to consume wife? Could you get it in edibles or could you, could you, are, are you in process of, of talking to partners and, and working that out for somebody who would rather eat it than smoke it? I mean, we encourage everyone to, you know, you can make home tinctures, you can make after purchasing it, you can make your own edibles, you know, you just need to, I, I would encourage them to, like anything, just do some research and, you know, you do what's best for you. You know, what, if you're not a smoker, you can make yourself some brownies. You know, if, if you'd prefer tincture, then, you know, you can make some uh, sunflower oil or coconut oil infused and eat it or cook with it or whatever you'd like to do with it. We're going to take a short break, and when we return, we'll, we'll be talking to Kristen Murr of Alpen Stash. Don't go away. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on, and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Blunt Business on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of Strainwise Consulting. And we've been talking to Kristen Murr of Alpen Stash in Boulder, Colorado. Welcome back to the show, Murr. Hi, thank you. All right. So um, you're, you, on the first segment, you talked about why you got in the industry and the pain that you were in and this wonderful strain called Wife that you use every day to medicate and, and offset um, chronic back pain that you have. Okay, so you, um, you're you a consumer uh, on some level, and you're using it for, for medicinal purposes. And then let's talk about the leap into the industry. You started out working for a commercial cannabis bakery, right? Correct, yes. 
Cool. And then what were you doing for those guys? Um, I was, I started out as just a packager and then in a short few months I was able to work my way up to packaging manager. So I was doing a lot of, um, compliance, compliance, um, as far as labels and keeping up with what the, um, MED requires and just helping fill orders and getting them out the door. Great. And so that was a Colorado company as well. Yes. Okay. And then, um, and then how did you, make the transition into Alpine Stash because you're a cultivator now, you have a prominent role, um, appears to be an executive level. I mean, you seem to make that leap um, seamlessly. How did you get into Alpine, Alpine Stash and, and, and make that transition? Well, as you said before, the owner is my fiance, um, Daniel Sloat. And when I, we were dating when I started at the, at the cannabis bakery and we kind of, it was, it was in our five year plan that I would start there and I would kind of learn everything that I could learn and um, get as much information and training under my belt as possible. And then once the company was able to expand, I would jump in with Alpen Stash as it would, you know, it's a family business and we're, we're going to be married soon. And we just thought it was important to, you know, for lack of better terms, get some free training and education and learn a different side of it that Danny and I, neither of us was aware of. So when we when he was able to bring me on, I left the bakery and joined the team. Excellent. So you are a female and family run business. Yes. Um, let's talk about what it's like to be a female in the industry, and 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 kind of and how that that works for you. Okay. Um. I, you know, I'm really lucky with how I, how I was trained and being a female in the industry. Um. I was trained by a, a woman grower, Sylvia. She's um, the grower underneath Danny, and she's amazing, and she has a ton of experience. And so she and Danny trained me. Um, so inside, within the company, I've had I've had great experiences. Um, like anything with a new business, sometimes or not a new business. I'm sorry, a new industry. Sometimes, well, most of the time, women are sexualized in the public eye, um, as far as being used as you know, objects and selling cannabis, or you go to the booths and there's the women are kind of scantily dressed. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of the focus on women in this industry is that unfortunate, unfortunately, um, the discrimination I've faced is just, I guess men, just men in the industry, just assuming that I'm just a bud tender or I just am Danny's fiance and I just do paperwork and accounting and things like that. Nobody, you know, if we're at a booth together, everybody asks Danny all the grow questions. Nobody really just assumes I know. They just assume I don't know anything. So that that can be frustrating. Um, however, there on the flip side, there's also a lot of support from, you know, from within our business and from other female growers that I've met on forums and you know, we're just trying to encourage other women to get, to get out there and, you know, take care of the plants. And we, we are caring be beings and plants depend on energy and care. And I feel like as women, you know, we really bring something to, to the table to take care and nurture these plants and create the best product we can. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I, I hear you there. I mean, it, I, I know, I don't know about, you know, I know sex sells for sure. And then when you're, when you're traveling around these trade shows, it's, um, 
you know, it's interesting. A lot of the ancillary businesses I see, uh, Nutrient and other companies trying to, I guess, catch your eye, right, in mm-hmm. a competitive market and, and, and for that segment anyway. And I, um, But I don't see a lot of um, scantily clad and that sort of um, old school um, sort of um, – oppressive, if you will, you know, uh, you know, sort of like a, a trough girl kind of, you mm-hmm. know, bartending sort of um, low grade position. I, I do see a tremendous amount of, of females um, in in leadership positions. I obviously our Strainwise is 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 owned and founded by Aaron Phillips, who is a, a woman. Right. Um, and then when I sit on these um, boards, I sit on I moderate panels and things like that, and I speak. It's it's always at least balanced um, with that. I was amazed, Mur, that um, I started looking into this, and Marijuana Business Daily just put out something, and they said women now make up a sizable and growing portion of executive ranks in the marijuana industry, including 63% of high-level positions at testing labs, and nearly 50% of such roles at infused products and processing companies. Um, we also, at one of our larger grows here in Denver, uh, is run by a woman who I don't think any, you know, I've been, I'm in that grow quite a bit, and um, she leads a lot of the tours uh, for our clients, consulting clients and otherwise, and I, I don't um, observe any kind of uh, issues uphand, and I think people just look at her as a respected grower, um, right. and I think few people, given her what she's proven in the industry, would would say anything less. I'm not saying that there's not a a nutcase out there that would have an opinion, an extreme opinion. But um, I do, I am very proud of the industry uh, for its actual balance and and um, and openness towards women. Would you would you agree with that, or do, would you like to see more progress? Or I mean, like any movement, I I'd love to, you know, I'd love to see see progress. And I think I think it's great. I think that I think it's great that all these women are getting involved and we're banding together and. It's just really exciting now that there's an industry, a new industry where we can, you know, our voices can be heard and it, it's not being dominated by males, you know, and what I was referring to, to earlier is just there, there are a lot of egos involved in this industry and that's, that's any industry, not just to say the cannabis industry, you know, and I think that as long as we keep making ourselves known and we we work together and we support one another and you know there's there's nothing we can't do. I think that it's only up up for us as far as this movement goes and it's really exciting and it's fun to watch and it's fantastic to meet other women growers and women in the business and it's it's just exciting. It's exciting to hear you talk about it as well, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I was. I'm citing this herb.com. It was. They also referenced um, the Marijuana Business Daily uh, reports, and they and it said, you know, while the media has shaped our understanding of stoners through personalities such as Cheech and Chong, as well as films <laughs> like Pineapple Express and, and uh-huh. musicians like Snoop Dogg, right. um, it has become increasingly apparent that women are taking over the industry. So there's a lot of good data out there that says. You know, we are leading the world as far as industries go. I'll give you an idea. Um, women are represented around 22% in other industries. They're nearly twice that in in marijuana. So right. something's happening, Mur, and, and people are listening, and people like yourself are being given opportunities um, that that hopefully will, will balance things out in a way that um, is equitable to everybody, including, dare I say, men who want to get in the business as well. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I say 
you know, male or female, let's, let's support each other. Let's build each other up and let's, you know, let's do what we can for each other and let's make this a profitable educational and, um, medicinally healing industry, you know, let's male or female, you know, it's, it's, it's just exciting. I know I sound like a broken record, but it's just, it's exciting and it's empowering to be a part of, to be a part of it and to be a part of something that, you know, my parents and my parents' parents for sure never thought would even be an option. Hey, speaking of your parents, Mur, did, did you get any pushback when you first got in the industry? Oh no, goodness. No, my, I come from an extremely supportive family. Um, my, my dad taught me how to roll my first joint. Um, my mom has known that I've been a smoker medicinally for my back uh, since I started, and they're they're very supportive, and they know that I've always, you know, had an affinity for anything plant or na- or nature, uh, natural or coming from nature, and they just they give me unconditional love. I'm very blessed. That's great. And I noticed that Danny has in a, in a High Times article that I pulled up about you guys, um, there's such tremendous positive press about you guys uh, and what you do and, and how you do it and the care that you put into this, into the process. Uh, but Danny also revealed, you know, and he has a, a tremendous, incredible story. I encourage our listeners to to go online and, and, and learn about Danny Sloat's um, struggle um, with m- medical problems, stomach and otherwise, and, and even cancer. So, um, but it, it's tremendous. He, he mentioned in this article, you know, my father encouraged me to turn to medicinal cannabis when I was at an all-time low. And I think that's wonderful because what I hear most often Mer, is, is, is people having to overcome the stigma. And this mm-hmm. is mostly on the professional side where people are like, hey, when I got into this industry, when I left my existing industry, whatever that was, all of my um, previous clients turned their back on me. I hear that more than anything else. Just everybody, all genders, uh, all walks of life are getting um, discriminated against because they're simply choosing to um, to get into an industry that some people would say early, but it's all relative, right? If you've been doing this for 10 years, we've been in business since 2009. So mm-hmm. for us, it doesn't feel like we just got started. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I hear that more often than not. Obviously, we are in cannabis-friendly Colorado, um, so I don't hear it at networking events and things like that. But man, that is a real issue with just stigmas in general. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you you know, it, it's kind of an extreme reaction either way. I think people are either really interested in it. Um, I travel a lot. A lot of my friends live out of state. So, you know, I go to a lot of uh, family gatherings. My friend just had a wedding a couple weeks ago in Minnesota. And, you know, there it's a, an extreme reaction. People either are turned off by it right away and just chalk me up to a stereotype of, you know, like you were saying, the Cheech and Chong stoner and, you know, not, not accepting that it's a a legitimate job and a legitimate business or you, and then on the other hand, you get people who are excited and they just want to ask you questions for hours, you know? So hopefully we can just keep educating and informing people and the more people learn and the more people know, I feel like the more accepting they'll be. We're going to take a short break, and when we return, we'll be speaking with Kristen Murr of Alpen Stash. We're going to talk about the connoisseur level, small batch, non-toxic, hand-trimmed, glass-cured-to-perfection buds, and how Alpen Stash is leading the state of Colorado in that. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business. 
Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. I hope you didn't forget about us, because we're back with Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Blunt Business on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Sean Eubanks, Vice President of StrainWise Consulting. and We've been talking to Kristen Murr of Alpen Stash. Welcome back, Murr. Hi, thank you. All right, so you guys have a 3,000-square-foot cultivation center in Boulder, Colorado, correct? Uh, Lafayette, Colorado, but yes. Lafayette, okay, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And for those of, that are geographically challenged, uh, pretty close to... Pretty close to Boulder, um, and much more affordable, I might add, right? <laughs> oh yes, yes, okay. yes. <laughs> um, and so, but but it's it's a smaller grow, and you're a boutique grow, and you get to hand select your colas. You get to hand select each each um, plant. I mean that you have a tremendous opportunity of quality control, and we'll kind of dive into that. So you list yourself on alpenstash.com, which is a great website to to for to reach out to you and contact you. But you talk talk to me about the carnival, what that means to you. Well, like you said, uh, our motto is quality first. And since we are so small, we are able to, you know, breed and we're genetics. And, you know, if we have a harvest and we see a couple plants and we like, we like the way they look, we like the way they smoke and we get, you know, good test results on them, we have the ability to say, hey, why don't we make a crossbreed of those two? Um, and as far as being small, it's, it's great because you can give each individual plant the attention that it needs. You know, we, we don't have to speed through our day to make sure we get through and connect to each plant. We can take our time. And my favorite things to do is I like to sing to the plants um, based on their age and just give them the energy and the attention. You know, they, they're, they're plants. Vegetation, vegetation um, thrives off of that. Okay, what song do you sing to the younger plants versus the older plants? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, the toddler plants, I, I was a preschool teacher. So the toddler plants, I usually sing, um, it's called a bumblebee song. And then for the older ladies, I generally default to some Queen Beyonce for empowerment. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, very appropriate. All female staff, of course. Uh, yes. No room for males in that in the in those rooms. So, um, but when you, it does matter the energy level that you bring and your attitude and all those things. Are there any preparations that you do because you, if you're around these plants, they're going to sense, quite frankly, um, stress and things like that, and it'll translate to them. That's a very real thing. I know it's it's hard to identify and and pretty ambiguous to talk about it, but. Um, what do you, do you guys do any preparation before you go in the grow room or do you ask your cultivators to, to be of a certain mind or maybe, maybe not come to work that day or how do you manage that energy level in, in the grow? Well, our motto here, as far as with our staff is, you know, health first. So if anybody is having a hard time with anything, um, you know, we always, we always pick up the slack for each other. So if someone isn't feeling it one day or they're having a bad day, we say, you know, take stay home, take care of yourself. Um, I think that's really important because you want to create a workspace where people want to come and you want to have positive energy um, and you don't want to have to work for it. The good thing about being small and we're also, you know, we, you know how to pick each other up and you know how to improve, prove one another's energy. And as far as, you know, regimens, I mean, I, I love what I do, so I don't really need one when I come in. It's as soon as I see the girls, you know, I'm excited and I feel good and I want to give them all the, the love and care that I can give them. So it's just kind of natural. One of the things I love about Alpenstash is you can find all of YouTube videos. You guys are an absolute open book. That is, you know, most of the time in the industry, people are trying to hold a trade secret or, you know, it seems like the less they actually might know the more they're trying to to keep to themselves it's it's a fear of it but you guys are an open book and so this is why I want to ask you about what's next which is organic can you talk about that I obviously don't need trade secrets and things like that but talk about how you're able to to accomplish that and and what organic means to you well you know it's it's really simple like you said we are an open book um so I feel free sharing everything and we I mean you know we talk about everything like you said on our YouTube channel of Danny's great at telling people exactly what he's doing and why he's doing it and the goal with that is to just we want people to have healthy happy plants you know for healthy happy people and so why we don't want to keep that to ourselves um and I guess to address how we as far as what organic means we use nutrients called nectar for the gods and it is um, our friend Scott Ostrander is the owner of that out in Oregon. And he uses all collective rainwater and it's sustainably sourced and handcrafted. So, you know, that's what we base our, uh, or pride, I'm sorry, pride ourselves with our own cannabis. So you want to start with, with good nutrients and with, you know, you want to put, you want to put those things into your plants. So there's no, I mean, it's things like shrimp shell, um, kelp meal, crab meal, things like that. Nothing, no, no type of chemicals go on our plants. You know, if we, if we need to spray for something, we spray with essential oils. Um, we put absolutely no chemicals on any of our plants and we keep it out of the grow because plants don't need chemicals. You know, they need nature because they are nature. So you want to use things that are, that are sustainably sourced. That's incredible. So looking at the videos on your YouTube channel, your buds are gorgeous. They're, Thank you. Uh, they're just, they're unbelievable. And if someone, no one I think would pick that out and go, oh yeah, that's organic. That's all natural. They're not using chemicals or pesticides. Um, how do you handle pests and things like that? And how are you able to cultivate like that and produce such consistently beautiful buds um, naturally like that? Do you think it's just because of the size? I mean, or do you envision 
that people can do what you're doing on a commercialized scale. I'm, I'm sorry, obviously you're commercial, but larger scale. I mean, how do you control everything and prevent uh, the need for pesticides and things like that? Well, cleanliness is a big thing, and we, you know, we pride ourselves on that here as well. We, when we come to work, we all change into fresh clothes straight out of the dryer. Um, nobody wears the clothes inside the grow that have been outside at all. Um, little things like that, because you know, you don't, you don't know what you can get on your on your clothes just on your drive to work, whether it's pollen with your window open or dirt or mold, and so you know, we start there. So we come in and we change our clothes. We have shoes specifically for the grow that we use that we alcohol down. Um, anytime we're trimming or doing anything or bottoming, you know, when I switch between plants, I always alcohol our scissors, um, and sanitize everything, sanitize our gloves. It's just, you have to be, you have to be really aware of what you're doing and really conscious of cleanliness and sterilization. And I think, yeah, I think if people, you know, it's more effort, but if people put the effort into it and they grow, they go the extra mile, I mean, anybody could be doing this. Um, it's just, just like farming, you know, just like vegetables. One of your mantras at Alpenstash is know your grower. How do you, do you, are you, do you actually get to meet people? I know your products are in a couple of different dispensaries. You're focused on cultivating. How do you make that a reality of knowing your grower? Well, like we say, um, we like you said, we're an open we're an open book, and our information is on our website. Um, you know, we encourage people go check us out on Alpenstash on Instagram. Ask us questions. Um, we want we want to inform you. You know, if you if it's something personal, if it's something business wise, we're open books. We want you to know who's growing your medicine. Uh, I, I think that's important. You know, you you're putting this into your body and you're relying relying on it. And it, it's important to know who's who's taking care of those plants and you know what they're doing and that they're they have the right intentions. I do need to give you kudos, Murr, on your YouTube channel. There's nothing but 100% positive comments. People absolutely love you. Uh, they respond to you guys. I mean, it's social media. There's bound to be something negative somewhere, and there should be at least 30% negative because you can't make everyone happy. But you guys are absolutely crushing it, and I want to congratulate you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Again, I want to give uh, Danny you know, the credit for that. He's just a down-to-earth, amazing man, and he, you know, he's, he's who has taught us and who, you know, we all feed off of his energy, and I, I mean, he's, like I said, he's my fiance, and I think I've heard him raise his voice one time in the three years that we've been together, so he's just, he's just a great, patient, um, lovable guy, and, you know, that comes out in the work we do, and it comes out in our plants. Some of your unique cultivars um, and your breeding clones are, are Sagan Sack Snacks, Jack Snacks, Moxie Dog, uh, Lemmy Winks, White Rhino, or White Wino, excuse me, of the THC side, and then Sister Wife, Dr. Dorian Cura on the CBD side of things. What's your best-selling strain and th what's in most high demand um, per your feedback from the dispensaries you're selling in? Um, as far as our in-house breeds right now, um, you brought up uh, Sagan Snacks. We actually just changed the name to Platinum Tiger Cookies. And okay. so far that seems to be the highest in demand. Uh, people really like it. It's a, you know, it's a hybrid and it's, it's just a really, it's a really nice kind of spacey, spacey high and people seem to really be digging it and we're really, we're really happy. We couldn't be happier with it. It's my favorite strain we grow. That's for sure. 
Okay. And is that, is it easy to grow? Do you get, are you getting a bigger yield with it or is it just a response, maybe a higher, higher THC content? What, what draws people to it? Do you think? Uh, well, a lot of, like a lot of things, color, it's got the purplish color. Um, it's covered in beautiful crystals. Um, and yeah, we great, we get a great yield with it. It usually tests between, you know, 21 to 25% THC, which people love. Um, and it's not, you know, it gives you that nice spacey high, but it's not overwhelming. You're, it doesn't knock you out for the day. <laughs> you can still be, I call it, I like to call it productive stoner. Gotcha. Okay. So for people who are visiting Colorado and they want your product, Alpen Stash, they want to sample this, what dispensary should they go to and, and, um, where can they find those? Well, if, you know, depending, depending on when they come to see, uh, when they come to Colorado and what they're looking for, they, and what part of Colorado we have again on our website, we have all the information, alpenstash.com. You can go there and it'll tell you the, you know, you can type in, um, dispensaries that we, where we're selling our product and you can pick out the one closest to you. Um, right now we have it at Green Dream in uh, Gun Barrel. And then we have some in Santiago, um, which is in Denver. And we also have uh, Affinity Dispensary. We have it there as well off of Colfax in Denver. Um, but again, we encourage you, feel free to email us, free feel to ask, feel free to ask us where and what we have um, our product. And, you know, we'll answer it. If you're, in, if you're coming in from out of town and you don't know anything or where to go, email us. Contact us on Instagram. Um, Facebook us and we'll we'll get to you as soon as we can. Wonderful, Murr. Well, I want to congratulate you personally on your journey into healing and getting into this industry and, and your decision. I applaud you for getting in and your altruistic attitude of helping people and spreading the word. And then your work, you guys at Alpenstash, your work in developing strains uh, that are unique. Um, the way you cultivate cannabis is is leading the country and certainly some categories. So I want to applaud you for that. And I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. Oh, thank you, Sean. And I, I really appreciate you, you know, having me on and thank you so much for all the good, positive feedback. And we really appreciate it. We appreciate the support. It means a lot to us. And thank you to our listeners for joining us for this edition of Blunt Business. You can download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com, BluntBusinessRadio.com, or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and now iHeartRadio. Thanks again for having us, and we will see you all next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.